Welcome, everybody, to the Cynic Critics Society podcast. I'm your host, Sebastian Castaneda. And I'm Amanda Lopez. And today we'll be talking about two movies that we saw over the Christmas break. Uh, Megan and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. We'll be giving our uh, comments, you know, our, our, our takes on it, what we thought about the movie, and above all else, the review, you know? couple of critiques here and there not too many for these two though yeah because we are the cynic critic society so uh by all means let's hop right in so um we basically watched today um puss and boots the last wish we were, were right right off the right hot off the presses literally Watching this movie, got sidetracked by a little, little emergency, but then afterwards, we're right on this right now. How do we feel about this movie? I quite enjoyed it. We actually were supposed to go see it during Christmas, yes. and we ended up seeing The Whale, which we may talk about it another time. We may talk about it. Um, but this movie was definitely worth the wait. Very worth the wait. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that this is a really good animation. This is a really good movie. Yeah. Even like not comparing it to what it's what it's part of Shrek, you know. But like, if this was if this is considered a spinoff, I think it's a good spinoff. Yeah. Of Shrek. I you know? will admit that I have not seen the first one. Yeah, me neither. But if it's anything like this one, I'm definitely going to give it a chance. Exactly. How do we feel about the animation style? I actually really liked the animation I style. It kind of reminded me, kind of reminded me a little bit of um, Spider-Man. Spider, yeah. Spider-Man into the to the Spider-Verse. Yeah. You especially know. in the action scenes. Yeah. Uh, it was called uh, before we saw the movie. The I guess the newbie, uh, the the newbie interview about this movie was saying that they wanted the wanted the animation style to look like almost like a painting mm-hmm. you know so, i think they said like fairy tale fairy tale so that which so, i definitely yeah. definitely got those vibes exactly like they wanted to look like a painting so that you feel like you're in a fairy tale which yeah. is super cool you know honestly i really i really dig it it, do, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel half ass you know yeah. where as if you see like nothing against like minions and despicable me but it's super plain the yeah. animation now it's they, super redundant they definitely put in the effort for this movie you could tell writing you can tell everything everything looked good everything felt like they were there the acting was good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i really enjoyed antonio banderas as always i know he did he he literally feels like he hasn't missed a step since like yeah. the originals you mean shrek 2 the greatest sequel of all time greatest sequel of all time um, so let's let, let's just give a little quick synopsis of like what this movie is about, maybe. All right. So according to Google, Puss in Boots discovers that his passion for adventure has taken its toll. He has burned through eight of his nine lives. Puss sets out on an epic journey to find his mythical last wish and restores his nine lives. So pretty much... Uh, so pretty much, it's a, it's um, I think it's a movie you can kind of tell what what's gonna happen. Yeah. But there were times where I thought, you know, like different things. Like, like I, there's times, there are times where I thought, Pooch was gonna die. 
Well, it was it was predictable. Predictable, yeah. But I mean, it's literally tells you in the synopsis what it is. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you know, in the first like ten minutes that we are, he has to be careful with this one last live. Yeah. But you don't know that he is being followed by death, and I think that was a good touch. Yeah, exactly. Death being the villain. I, oh my god! So speaking of death being the villain, I think. It's one of my, I think it's honestly one of my favorite villains of recent times as far as like animation movie goes, or even like maybe recent villains, you know? Yeah, in general. In general, because I really dig, I really dig the look and feel of him. And like, I don't know, like, I think, I think this was actually a very good menacing looking. No, he was scary. He was like a menacing looking villain. You're like, damn, like, like. He was going toe to toe with him, and you're like, okay, he might. Yeah, he and every might time, kill him off. yeah, and every time you hear the whistle, yeah, like, okay, Super you know ominous. he's coming, yeah, exactly. and then put, like, the animation was really good because you can feel it and put, you could see it with yeah. the with the the hairs lifting and his eyes, like with cats, their eyes will do like that that really narrow eye thing, mm-hmm. and that will show like that they're scared. Oh, and they're scared, I thought exactly. it was really. I thought it was good. Yeah, the, he the was whole, great. Yeah, the whole like beginning is that he show he show he's like showboating and beating this giant and saying that he's never taking a blade to him. And then like death is the first one to actually hit him with a blade, and now he's like all scared. Yeah, it was it was, it was a really it was a really nice like not callback, but it's like really nice like you you like now he knows you know yeah. like now this is now this is a character. Who knows the consequences before yeah. he did it, you know? Like, they're not going to have him die, yeah. you know? So it's like, you don't have to worry about him dying necessarily. Mm. But you can definitely feel the the consequences catching up to him for how yeah. reckless he is. Mm-hmm. But those callbacks were funny yeah, with exactly. him, like, losing his lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, scene where, the scene where he loses his lives very funny there, there there are multiple scenes multiple jokes in like in like this movie that seem very adult oriented yeah well that's shrek and it's it just it's just so funny like i'm gonna get into one of my favorite two one probably my favorite to my favorite character perrito yeah he was i funny. love he him was i love cute. him so so cool so cute you know and like i i love i kind of like love that he was given his origin story, but more and more details, you can kind of tell that he was he wasn't with friends. It was just a family trying to get rid of him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and puss and Kitty's reaction. Puss and Kitty's reaction is just like they slowly hearing like yeah. what's happening. Like, oh yeah, no, like yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> they were trying to kill him. You know, they put him in a sock. They put rocks in that sock. They threw him in the river. And he was like, oh, but it was so fun because then I got out for a swim and I ended up with a sweater. Damn spoilers right there. I know, I know. You're throwing in spoilers I'm throwing in spoilers, throwing in spoilers. I, I don't think that's, a, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that's a major spoiler. Yeah. I think you definitely, like, you're going to, you're definitely, that doesn't, that's not, that is not everything of the character. The character is actually really good, like, Really good. Uh, what you would say, comedic relief. Yeah, I mean, Ever- every everybody has a com- not everybody, but most of the characters have a comedic side to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was definitely the the breakout, the breakout comedian. Yeah. Exactly. 
So a character that I actually did like who I was like, are they the villain? Or are they not the villain? Was um, Goldilocks. Goldilocks, okay. I li- And that's Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, okay. okay. Um, I liked her and I felt bad for her, but I, I felt more bad for the bears. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> but... I don't want to spoil anything, well, but no, no, spoiler, no spoilers. I did. I did enjoy them. I think she did really good. Mm-hmm. I've never seen her voice act before. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Who, I enjoyed who it. was who was the kid bear? It is. Give who me a the second. Kid the kid. I feel like I heard that voice. It her. is Samson Ko. That is baby bear. Baby bear. I don't think. Let me see. Do we know him from anything? Um, I don't think there's maybe our our flag means death. Mm, no, he is no. on that show. I I could have sworn I've heard. I've could have sworn I've heard that his voice. voice. You know what his voice kind of sounded like, oh. and I was like, oh god. I thought it was James Corden for a minute. No, oh no, no, no. Like no. he had some James Corden esque okay. tones. To yeah, him. yeah, yeah. But you know who I really couldn't stand in this movie. Oh. John Mulaney's character. John Mulaney. Okay, so okay, we're not gonna do not gonna do like spoilers, but John John Mulaney's character is so weird. Yeah, Jack so Horner weird. is the name of the character. Yeah, I hated him. But the thing is, the thing is, the voice didn't really match the character. You know, the character. Okay, like. Because they had Goldie and the Bears on the same hunt, yeah. and then we had Death also following Puss. Yeah. Then. I don't understand why we needed John Mulaney's character. Yeah. I think he was too much. I don't. He, the only good thing about him was the cricket, I guess. Yeah, you're going to spoilers. You know that, right? <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, but, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll just okay, we'll just we'll just before we go before we go any further. How do we feel about this movie? I really enjoyed it. Okay. I had a good time, but I will say this, and I was thinking about this during the movie. It does lack something that Shrek is so good at, and that is the music. Mm. There were some scenes where I'm like, oh, this would definitely be a moment in Shrek where they mm. have like some some pop song mm. while they're running. Exactly, and, exactly, exactly. And then it was just like, oh, okay. Like, it was good. Mm. It was adventurous, but it wasn't like as iconic. I was about to say, I was, I was, I was about to say, like, going into this, even, like, sitting at the, th- even sitting at the theater, I was wondering, like, is this going to give me Shrek, like, like, almost like a Shrek vibe again, mm-hmm. you know, how the movies were back then, you know? Yeah. And I think, for me, I think it did just enough, not too much. Yeah. It didn't rely on Shrek. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But it could have benefited from some Shrek-esque moments, like the music. And- yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so before we start, before we start getting to actual stuff that happened within within the movie, I'm gonna give a spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Um, spoiler warning. If you want to see Puss and Boots: The Last Wish, which I, I, I'm surprised if you haven't seen it yet you should you should watch it you know yeah and you know if you don't want it spoiled then i would say cut off cut off the podcast right now and come right back you know so we can so we can all talk about it yeah all right so let's let's just jump right into it so that people know we're being serious puss 
Puzzle Boots does, does not get his wish. Yeah. He benefits off of the fact that he doesn't get his wish. Mm-hmm. You know, because he realizes the power of friendship. You know? Team while, friendship. While being part of team friendship. You know? It's it's being a workshop yeah. name. Being, it's going to be a workshop <laughs> around him, you know? So, John Mulaney's character, I agree. I felt it was very it was it was a very weak character compared to Goldie and uh mm-hmm. and Puss and Booth because all he wanted was to be all he wanted was to have all the magic in the world and that's yeah. it but I'm like why yeah why though like there's nothing in your child yeah there's nothing in your childhood that said that it's just that he he was just outshined by Pinocchio yeah because he <laughs> He was a wooden boy and he's a real boy, you know? Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. I'm like, why, do you, why would you want all of the magic in the world, you know? The cricket was actually, like, a really, really funny character. I really digged him. Yeah. Like, it was, like, his conscience. <laughs> and he was just slowly getting more and more irritated with John Mulaney's character. Which is, actually, which is funny because it's, like, John Mulaney's character was jealous of Pinocchio. And, and that's his... That's his, that's his that's his conscience. That's his character. That's his, uh, what's his face? What is, what is, what is, what is the character called? Uh, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. That's his Jiminy Cricket. It's so funny. Um, I think they had to have him, though, because, like, Goldilocks is going to get redeemed. Mm. So they need somebody to put mm. all that mm. on. Well, let's, 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 let's go down everyone's wishes, basically. So John Mulaney's so character is that he wants all the magic in the world. Obviously, Puss in Boots wants to have nine more lives again. Mm-hmm. Um, Kitty. Uh, Kitty's was to... She didn't... Uh, no, I'm sorry. She wanted somebody who she could trust. Yeah. And Perito? He didn't have one. Yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. have one. He was just along for the ride. He was just along for the ride. And then Goldilocks was actually... I felt like I felt like Goldilocks was the most fucked up one of yeah. them all. Was was uh, she wanted? She wanted a family she wanted that a family. she felt just right in. Yeah, exactly. Which was pretty messed up. It was pretty messed up because, because the... her family was super sweet. Mm-hmm. They were a little dumb, but exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, if, if you don't know, Gold Goldilocks is now part of the family of bears that she intrudes on. You know, yeah. which is so funny that because constantly. You see their, you see their like, you see like the dialogue mimic the extra fairy tale, you know, with the porridge scene when they're like, oh my god, it's too hot, oh yeah. it's too cold, and then the bubble burger right. is like, oh just right, you know, or with like the beds too, yeah. you know. I really did like that touch, honestly. Um, so yeah, they all had they all had different things that they wanted, and they ended up. I think I think None pretty much them. I think pretty much everyone ended up. With what they wanted, but they realized it didn't need a wish. Yeah, to, like to it was that. all right there. It, it was all right face. there, exactly. And I, we haven't even talked about Kitty. I know, Kitty. Oh my God, a really good supporting actor. Yeah, a really good, a really good supporting character. You know, and Kitty is played by Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek the Selma Hayek. Beautiful, beautiful. And you can tell. In yeah, her you can actually, tell. for a minute, I thought it was Penelope Cruz. And then I was like, mm. no, I don't think that's Penelope Cruz. Yeah. But I liked Kitty. They got a star-studded. It was star-studded. Star-studded. And who was Perito? Was that? It is. Give me just a I feel. I feel. I feel like I know the voice. That is Harvey Gillian. Gillian. Harvey I Gillian. don't think I know him. But he was really funny. He was. He, he, Perito was. Oh, he's funny. in um, 
what we do in the shadows. Oh. Oh, you know who you you know who he is? I think he's the assistant. Oh yeah. I think he's I think he's the I think he's the the, the, the dude that wants to be Yeah. that wants to be uh vampire. Of, yeah. Of, of vampire. Um yeah, I really really dig everything about this movie. Like I said, Death was one of my favorite was my was one of my favorite villains as far as maybe in the 2022 you know it yeah. was just it was, he was super brooding he was like he 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 he, he just looked menacing especially yeah. and it was kind of funny that it's like it's a wolf that is death you know yeah and just okay but he kind of legit looked like the wolf from the bad guys <laughs> the other dreamworks movie that just come came out no, 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 no. actually actually you know what he looked more like um the villain from sing Two. Yeah, he did. He looked more like that than than Zinnel from from Bad Guys. Uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. But uh, if you've seen if you've seen if you've seen you know sing to the the casino owner or that wants to yeah. that wants that 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 buys him that buys the the that buys the show from um, Buster from from Buster. Yeah, he kind of looks like it, except for like maybe. All in black, a little bit more emo with like red eyes, yeah. and like I really dig, I really dig the little touches in his weapon that he has, that he has every kitty xed out for yeah. every life. Oh, that's so funny! That's so funny. Yeah, there's two things that I definitely need to touch on. Go on. One is the DreamWorks logo. Oh my god. Okay, so how so, are we feeling about the new DreamWorks so, logo? So now seeing it, now seeing it in movie theaters cuz we saw it on a little phone, we saw it on a little phone screen. Then if you don't know what we're talking about, it's the opening like it's the, it's the opening credit scene for DreamWorks, you know. The Tip kid in the, the the kid in the in, fishing pole. In the fishing pole in, in the moon before it was just what just, just the kid and the fishing and, and DreamWorks and DreamWorks mm -hmm. DreamWorks Iconic. Would disappear. But now it's like he's taking that moon for a ride. He goes, says hi to the bad guys, says hi to Kung Fu Panda, says hi to Shrek. Um, Shrek. And I think trolls. Uh, and then uh, uh, what was his face? Uh, and toothless. Toothless pop pop. Oh, pops and up. um, of course the boss baby. Of course, Bob boss baby. You it's know, so ugly. It's just it's just so. Uh, not uh, well, it's maybe ugly. ugly. But for me, I think it's so basic. I'm and like, tacky. Yeah, is that, yeah, it's my tacky. Brother, yeah, very tacky. I'm like, okay, I understand you made Convo Banda Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon. Now that I'm like, okay, but y'all don't gotta show that. Y'all don't gotta show that. <laughs> like, like, like God forbid, maybe God, God forbid, if this if this movie was not that good, but like, why do you have to show me all the good movies? Yeah. When I didn't, when I didn't like the movie, and frankly, some of those weren't even the good movies. Like what do you mean? Like, what what about the Prince of Egypt? You know, probably the greatest DreamWorks movie. Hot take. Other than Shrek, hot take. Obviously, it is. Hot take. Damn. All right, all right. Well, maybe that's I mean, just maybe that maybe that's just too old. Now. Obviously, you have to have Academy Award nominee Boss Baby on there. Of course, of course. It was just it was ugly and almost like I don't know the 
it was iconic before. It didn't need to change. Mm. I know that Disney always changes theirs, but like DreamWorks didn't need to change theirs. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was not for me. But also, but also, too, when Disney changed theirs, it wasn't like oh, they here's keep the Peter premise. Pan, here's here that here's this is that. No, they 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 pretty much just make it look nice. Yeah. you know, they make but, it more realistic. More but even. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, I always hate the new Disney ones, too. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I like them and then they change them as soon as I like them. <laughs> I'm still stuck in the 90s with the, the blue screen. Okay, okay. But the DreamWorks one, like, it didn't need changing. Mm-hmm. There, there was no reason for that. So, um, And they added the bad guys. Like, that movie literally just came out this year. I know, for real, for real. <laughs> I'm going to say, um, so you said that was... That was issue one. What what is issue two? This is not an issue. This is just something that as soon as the movie ended, I was like, "We need to talk about this." Puss in Boots is on his way to visit some friends in far, far away. I'm I'm gonna say I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I think that might be one of the biggest cliffhangers. I was just like, <laughs> I was, I was just like, damn, this, like this almost, this almost like got me amped up, almost as if like Endgame when uh, when Falcon hits up when Falcon hits up um, uh, yeah, Rogers like to your left, to your left, you know. That shit had me hyped. I was like, damn, give me some friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. So Mike Mike Myers might might actually reprise his role as Shrek. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Cameron Murphy, Diaz. Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz. You know what? That'd be cool. I'm That'd be cool to it. see how they are doing right now. I'm here for it as long as the story is good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because, you know, Shrek the Third is not great. I like Shrek the Third. I know that people don't. How about Shrek the Fourth? I actually like Shrek the Fourth. How about Shrek the Fifth? There is no Shrek the Fifth. Oh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought there was. There's no Shrek the Fifth. Shrek the Fourth is underrated. It's kind of sad. Mm. It doesn't feel like the other ones. Like he goes through a midlife crisis, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Midlife crisis. um, Or is is it the third one that's a midlife crisis? Well, he's kind of in midlife crisis in both of them. In the Mm. third one, that's when he finds out that Fiona's pregnant, that Mm. he's going to have to be king because Mm. the king died. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then he has to go find Artie, JT's character. Mm. I like I said, I like it. It's stupid. Mm. It's definitely not as good as the first two, but I like it. the The fourth one is the do the roar. Do the roar. <laughs> that uh. one's a Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> and he wishes like for to be an, like an ogre. Okay. You know. Okay. And then like. Fiona is like some ogre leader in this version. Oh my god! And then they like fall back in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once. Wednesday, yeah. So maybe okay. So maybe a little fun, little fun, little fun discussion. Where would you rank this movie then? In the Shrek. In the universe? Shrek. In, in the Shrekiverse. Okay. So in the in the Shrekverse. I like I said I didn't see the first Puss in Boots, so obviously mm. that's going to the bottom of the list. For me, it goes Shrek Two all day, every day. All day, every day. So Shrek Two, Shrek One. I think right now I'm gonna go Puss in Boots, mm-hmm. The Last Wish, Shrek Three, mm. Shrek Four, mm-hmm. and 
the Pussy Boots number one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that's where I'm going. I think so. I, number three, I guess. Yeah, I think I would. I think I. I think I would generally. I think I would generally say the same thing too. It was that good of a movie that I'm like, you know what? It's better than Shrek three and four. Yeah, you know. I definitely dug the animation though. The animation was super cool, and he's like, it, there were kind of some things when they were like running that was like choppy, but yeah. I think that was the look they're going for. Well, that you know? that's the parts that reminded me of Spider Verse. Mm, exactly. Was when they would be right, like the action parts anyway. reminded me of Spider Verse. My only thing about uh, 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 about us watching that movie, why was there an eighty for Brady? <laughs> Commercial and the book, and the book club commercial <laughs> for a kids film because like parents, I want to see I want to see eighty for Brady I don't care too much for book we club. will definitely be doing an episode on we'll be eighty definitely for Brady doing an episode for 80, 80 for Brady hopefully around around Super Bowl time that'll be like our quote unquote like a kind of sports type that's our of sports movie sports movie episode you know. <laughs> Um, no, very excited for that one. But yeah, I was just like, there's some weird, there's some weird. Because like, grandmas are taking trailers. their kids to see Puss in Boots. And, okay, can we comment on the fact that we went Sunday night at 6.30 p.m. thinking that there was no, they're thinking that there, there was going to be nobody there. Packed house. Yeah. Packed house. It's the movie, it's the movie that people want to see. Yeah. It, it blew Avatar out of the water. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God, don't even get me started on Avatar 2. You know I'm what? Sorry. Speaking of Avatar, the runtime of this movie was perfect. I know. Not gonna lie. Not like, gonna lie. you guys are gonna hear Trim the Fat a lot from yeah. us because that is Definitely. always the biggest critique. That's the uh, cynic critic side of us. But this movie was perfectly trimmed. Perfectly trimmed. Perfectly trimmed. I. I very much enjoyed. I didn't really. You fell asleep for a minute. Okay, I okay. For about like ten minutes, but that was only because I couldn't really hang with, like him slowly becoming a madness because he's now, it's <laughs> now a lap cat. But as soon as they started getting out and about doing stuff, I'm like, that I'm part like, was funny. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. It was funny. What's up with what's up with Pusha Boots having a beard? Oh, hey, like, he was rocking it. He it made him look established. <laughs> hey, we we didn't even talk about the fact that Puss and Puss was supposed to get married to Kitty. I know, and Kitty hints that she didn't show up. I know. That was, I, that okay. was so funny. I feel like we keep skipping over Kitty, yeah, like so, saying we like Kitty and then skipping over okay, Kitty. Let's talk about Kitty. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about Kitty. Uh, um, voiced by Samhayak, the Queen. The Queen, beautiful. Um, and she holds her own. She really does hold her own. In this in this movie, I would almost want to say like she's like almost like a main a main like character. Yeah, too she is there. the co lead. Yeah, the exactly, exactly. Like like she's just as funny mm-hmm. as as like post. She's just as you know charming. She's just as like she's just as caring. She's too. a menace to society. Menace to society, you know. Just just as badass, you know. Not as cute. But not as cute. Not as cute. Okay, not as cute. Orange cat for the win here. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but okay, when she said that she didn't show up to alter, I don't believe that for a minute. So Puss and Kitty have a past. They were supposed to get married. He didn't show up. She said that she didn't show up either. 
I don't believe that. I think she did show up yeah. and she wanted to spare his feelings. Yeah, or exactly. Not have him feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm glad that they were able. To, I'm glad that they were able to. Someone work it out at the end of the movie that yeah. you know she said that her one wish was to find someone that was 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 to find someone that she could trust. And that was him. And that was him. So she was able to find that. She didn't need to waste a wish on him. Yeah, know? they were cute. I actually, yeah. I think that Sam Hayek and Antonio Banderas do have good chemistry. Dude, really chemistry, yeah. Definitely. And it reads through, unlike Beyonce and Childish Gambino. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> In a Lion King 2019, oh, one of the worst God. movies I've ever seen. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be definitely doing a deep dive on a lot of Disney movies. So yeah. look, so maybe you know look forward to look those. forward look forward to those. We got oh we got a we got a we got a trailer for Elemental. For me, I find it kind of cool. I kind of I kind of dig I kind of dig what we saw. Yeah, Elemental looks good. I don't really know what. In for which is something I would like to not, I would like to keep it like that. Yeah, you know? I'm giving rom com vibes, mm-hmm. fire and water. Mm-hmm. Of course, fire is going to be the lead. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I'm excited. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. I hope. I would like to see a romance. I feel like Disney is very much skewed away from romance mm. in recent years. Mm. So. Give us something cute and romantic and not so self-involved. And I love Disney and I love Pixar, but a lot of their movies lately are like, they have that message. And sometimes you just want a cute movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'd be okay with just a romance movie about the <laughs> elements. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, I, think, uh, I think it's time for our final review. What would you rate this out of 10? So I am rating Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? 9 out of 10. I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I liked the animation. There was no fat that needed to be trimmed. I think it was perfectly timed. The acting was great. I would knock it down a point because I really hated John Mulaney in this movie. Um, Death was a really cool character. And just overall enjoyed it. I had laughs. Um, I laughed as much as the kids, as much as the kids did in this movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Old uh, <laughs> theater full of kids, honestly. Which at first we were, we were kind of scared, but they settled down. They yeah, settled they were down. cool. They're I was down. okay with them. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Me, I'm going to give it, um, we might, okay, so we might do, we might do, we might do another episode later on at the end at the end of the, at the end of this year kind of reviewing how we feel about these movies moving, moving forward so with that with that in mind i'm a, i'm gonna give it a eight out of ten okay eight, 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 eight out of ten because what i was what i was kind of what i was kind of looking for was that shrek vibe you know it was yeah. like that Shrek type of, I was like, man, I'm going to come into this movie because it's in that Shrek verse, you know, it's going to kind of bring me back. The almost Shrek like Cinematic that, like, Universe. The Shrek Cinematic yeah. Universe, the, 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 the SCU, mm-hmm. the SCU, you know. That's the only Cinematic Universe <laughs> only, I care about. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I, like, 
I was kind of I was kind of wanting to be like almost like almost almost like a kid again with this yeah. movie, but I wasn't as much. But I did enjoy. I did very much enjoy the animations. The, the jokes were funny. The characters the characters were great. Um, like like she said, I did fall asleep a little bit at first, but um, maybe that was just like I said maybe the pacing of. That ten minutes was kind of like, uh, kind of, but also me a little bit. I don't want to discredit that, but it was raining today, and you know we were out and about. We were at Disneyland, mm. so I'm gonna say that you fell asleep because you were tired from you all the excitement, too. and I'm not gonna put that on Puss in Boots. Okay, well you don't have to put it. I'm a. I'm. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put <laughs> I'm, eight out of ten is still a great movie, though. I highly recommend. Not good it, enough. Though. I highly recommend it. You're only, you're only giving it you're only giving it a nine out of ten because it's part of Shrek and it, it's a cat because you're a cat person. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Anyways, so like we said, with this first episode, we have two reviews. So we actually saw this movie about a week ago, and uh, it is still it is still taking over my mind. So taking over <laughs> mind and. May I say, I was giddy about this movie. This movie, we saw the trailer. We saw we saw the trailer for it. I think maybe in November. I yeah. think I think I think it was I think it was maybe like even earlier November. than November. Yeah, a little bit earlier. And I was hooked. I was like, I was like, that looks like fun. And I remember you saying, "That looks kind of dumb." That looks that looks kind of <laughs> dumb. That looks kind of that looks kind of stupid. And I was like, I don't know. I I, I, I kind of. <laughs> And I'm here to say, Megan, Megan was a lot of fun. Megan <laughs> was a whole bunch of fun. It was a whole bunch of fun. I think I had more fun with Megan than Puss in Boots. Okay, I could I um, could definitely I, see that. I, I'm just saying, I'm saying that you know, I'm gonna say that I had way more fun with, with Megan than Puss in Boots. But there's nothing, there's nothing against Puss in Boots because it was it was it was it's it's almost like they're both super high, but Megan just. Notched, just notched up, just notched up a little yeah. more, you know. So Megan released in 2023 because Puss in Boots was mm-hmm. released in 2022. 2022. So, so this this is a horror horror movie, mm-hmm. quote unquote horror movie, horror thriller, horror thriller. But it wasn't even a horror. I think I think I think it's more of a thriller. I think it's more comedy. of a thriller. Yeah, I was gonna I think say it's that more too. More of a thriller comedy. But it was but it was marketed as, as a horror. horror. Some people might put some people might, you know, take that as a flaw. I kind of don't mind it as much for me. I really do dig I really do dig a lot of horror movies, but I I I I I also don't mind if a horror movie ends up being like a thriller, you know? Yeah. I think uh, it depends on just how good the movie itself is because Spiral was marketed as a horror movie. Um, and it became a thriller. And it was a thriller and I was so bored during Spiral. I I, didn't I fell asleep during Spiral. You fell asleep during That one was Spiral. not good. That one was oh boring and I love Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> but Megan um Another James Wan property. James Wan property. That it was a lot of fun. Once it turned into a thriller, I was like, okay, I'm here for it. Yeah. Let's talk about James Wan's last movie. Malignant. Malignant. Oh my god. If we were able so we're gonna definitely they're gonna definitely talk about malignant probably in the future, but a little 
quick take. Malignant was so surprising to us when when we saw it. I just I remember saying that I was pitching it to her, saying we should we should go watch we should go watch you know, Malignant. This is a scary movie, and you were like, eh, I don't know about that. Was, yeah, well, because Malignant didn't have a real trailer. Mm-hmm, there was, mm-hmm. which I'm glad I didn't see anything yeah. before. But like he literally was just like, let's go see this. It's playing. We literally just went and I fucking love Malignant. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> loves Malignant. And and it's so funny because she's not even the horror type of person. But I think now I am. Now you are. Before I definitely wasn't. Yeah, but now it's just like, but but Malignant, I think, changed the whole changed the whole game. Changed the game. Well, actually, actually no, it was hereditary. It was hereditary, hereditary that changed the, game. the whole game for you. Yeah. Hereditary. Yes, a Another great horror movie. Hereditary changed the game. Malignant just, you know. Just amped it up a little amped bit. Amped it up. Amped it Took me bit. for a ride. Yeah, okay. Well, no, okay. we'll just say Malignant is definitely in, like, I don't know what, what would you say, like, top 100, top. Yeah, I, I really enjoy Malignant. Yeah. And when Megan, the trailer came out, I saw James Wan was part of it. And that uh, was one thing that I was yeah. like, okay. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun at least, be fun at least. because so, yes. malignant saw mm-hmm. the conjuring, conjuring yeah. all those they're pretty fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he didn't direct it. He didn't, I don't it's, think he, I it's think one he of his. It. It's his idea. Yeah, but he he co-wrote it. Yeah, he, I think he co-wrote it with. Uh, I, I I had it in my head the person that also wrote. Um, oh my god! I'm blinking. I'm blinking. Come on, man. He's a producer on this movie. Yeah. Um, he actually just came up with it one day. They were drinking beers and they're yeah. like, what if we made a movie about a doll? Mm-hmm. I think it was the best idea they could have done. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> and, and and apparently like this is apparently that this was like a this this was like a script that James Bond wanted to do on the side. Yeah. You know? And so it ended up being a movie. It ended up being like a really good movie. I think this is one of James Wan's better movies. Better movies. To In be a while, at least. In a while, exactly. Other than Malignant. Uh, <laughs> so let's go over. Let's go over the synopsis of okay. this movie. So a quick synopsis is: Megan is a marvel of artificial intelligence, a lifelike doll that's programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Designed by Gemma, a brilliant robotist, Megan can listen, watch, and learn as it plays the role of friend, teacher, playmate, and protector. When Gemma becomes the unexpected caretaker of eight-year-old niece, she decided to give the girl a Megan prototype, a decision that leads to unimaginable consequences. So that is the quick synopsis from Google. And I think we've talked a lot about it already. So I think we should just go right into spoiler talk. Right into spoiler talk? All right. So uh, we are going to be talking about spoilers. So if you haven't seen that again, which I don't know why you haven't because it's a really good movie, then then I would suggest, you know, turn off the podcast now. And go and watch it and come back and just talk about it with us. So without further ado, hitting me with a spoiler. Hit you with a spoiler. Megan dances and 
kills people and it's great and, and it's so good <laughs> it's so good and it's so good so good so let's this, talk about the actual so, movie so, 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 <laughs> talk about the movie. so this movie is about an hour and a half and it feels like 45 minutes because i'm having so much fun with it it's a movie of it's pure movie, chaos it's a movie it's a movie of pure chaos it's the gen z version of Chucky, but I'm gonna say this right now: hot take, hot take. I think Megan does does the doll thing up better than Child's Play. Yeah. We I well I recently watched not recently yeah I kind of recently watched the new Child's Play um, with my sister and I didn't like I didn't like the take of it I didn't did not like did not like the, did not like did not like the ex- the execution of it, but I think it's because, and I was telling you, that Chucky is so known to have one voice, and when you don't have that voice, you kind of get lost in it. Yeah. Megan is brand new. We don't know. We don't know about Megan. So whatever they throw at us, bam. Yeah. No disrespect good. to the king, Mark no Hamill. No, yeah, no disrespect to Mark Hamill, but it's not the voice of Chucky, yeah. you know? Like... I forgot his name, but anyways, like the fact that he didn't have that voice and it's like it's a different take on the Chucky doll. I feel like Megan did it better. They both, they're both kind of parallel in like the in like the way in the way the doll comes alive. They're mm-hmm. both programmed with almost AI into it. They don't have. Are they you don't talking have specifically locks. about the new Chucky or the just new Chucky. Chucky? I'm talking about. I'm talking about the new Chucky. Okay. The, the old Chucky. That's a curse. Is is right. is, is, is the, the old the old Chucky is is a curse. I don't really compare that to Megan. I'm comparing yeah, the, new the new Child's one. Play okay. to Megan. You know, because the old Chucky is still a icon for horror. That you know, yeah. like Chucky is Chucky. Chucky is Chucky. You know. But I do, but I do kind of think that Megan is a little better, yeah. you know. But that's just my hot take. Obviously, I know people love Chucky. And they could love Chucky movie. for the iconist of Chucky, but like, if we're comparing, Megan was better. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: I used to be very scared of Chucky. I know. <laughs> Horrible. And it's so funny because my sister used to be scared of Chucky. Like my sister used to watch horror movies, horror movies all the time. But the one, but the one thing that she was scared the most was Chucky. I was like, I don't know how, I but God, I guess. me and your sister are just the same person. Yeah. The thing, <laughs> the thing for me, I think Chucky, I think Chucky grosses me out the most. Gross. Okay, explain. Because I, because the doll ends up having like almost like like human esque features after a while because at first you see him as a doll mm-hmm. but then he starts getting beaten and battered and then it starts looking more more actual like human like you know with the stitches yeah. and everything you know he grosses I, you out kind of grosses me out a little bit i if, feel like the one that grosses me out the most would probably is be freddy no okay so freddy only grosses me out if i'm eating sausage pizza and watching freddy yeah i think okay my mind is going immediately to Hellraiser. Pinhead. Pinhead. Okay. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the 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 weirdness going on in that movie. Probably, it's definitely probably the trip the tryptophobia that, that you have, right? Maybe. You know? But it, it gets me gets me in a mood. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
But talking about but talking about like horror icons that get you scared. For me, the the horror icon that got me scared was actually The Exorcist. You know, like 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 the girls. The girl's face and yeah, everything. baby. Whatever. Whatever. You're getting scared by a doll. You know. In anyway. my defense, I was a child. Okay, anyways, let's 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 get let's get back to Megan. Get back to Megan. Megan. Okay. So Megan starts off with uh with the scene between no, actually doesn't even it, start off with that. It starts off with a with a commercial. With a commercial. With a with a commercial for a toy that's somewhat that's somewhat AI, but you control it through an app. It's definitely a parody of a Furby. Yeah, definitely a parody of Furby. It's so funny because like it starts off with like I guess the kid's parents dying, and that's the only way that they can get over is is with a new furby as doll you know yeah so then that whole thing that whole the whole commercial the whole commercial plays out and then it pans out to this family mm-hmm. driving through the snow the mom and dad are arguing and the little girl is on her little is on her little like ipad playing with the little doll saying the same shit over and over saying the same little voice cues over and over and over and over uh-huh. and you kind of you kind of tell with the tension is like Oh, everyone's getting stressed. You know, the dad doesn't know. The dad doesn't know where where he's going. The mom is freaking out because they didn't put chains mm-hmm. on the wheels, and they're getting both they're getting both frustrated on the fact that they that they hear this little doll yeah. over and over and over and over. And then obviously, Katie is like, "Are we there yet? Are we yeah. there yet?" You know, just a bunch of tension. And the doll is designed by Gemma, which is the mom's sister. The mom's sister, uh, which we'll talk, probably talk about. A little, Later a on, because she's, because she is, she is this movie's protagonist. You know? Yeah, maybe Katie, but I think primarily it is the end. No, it's definitely Gemma. Gemma. Um, but Katie, Katie stills the show. Yeah, other exactly. than Megan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Obviously. So, after Katie's parents die, spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> Uh, Katie has to move in with Gemma. Gemma is a workaholic. She works as a robotist. Yeah. And she is trying to create a Megan, but they're trying to keep her doing those Furbies. Yeah, they wanted to make a budget-friendly, cheaper version of it because, I guess, their rival is making a cheaper version of it. And it's, it's like, selling, selling, it's, it's, like, selling fast. And... I guess it's like it gets like a couple months before the holiday before the holiday season, so they want to do a cheaper version of it so that it's more accessible to other families that can't that can't afford the norm the normal regular price Furby ish doll. You know? Yeah. So Katie moves in with Gemma, and they're just they're not really hitting it off. No, exactly. They don't really have any sort of connection. Granted, though, like she did lose her parents, so like yeah. makes sense why you know. Well, I. Well, I told you when we watched this movie, I blame a lot of pretty much everything that happens in this movie on Gemma. <laughs> and Gemma doesn't really make any effort. Mm. She just wants to focus on work. She didn't want this life. Exactly. exactly. Um, so that connection isn't built because Gemma yeah. can't form a connection. And and then some I, I've been I've been seeing some reviews on this and people and people don't people don't people don't understand why Gemma's so like disconnected from her like her her um her niece, you know, it's like but the thing is 
she wasn't that close to her sister. Yeah. You know, she just gave her, she, she, she just gave her niece that toy because she works at the company. You know, I honestly don't, I, I would honestly believe that she, they, they would have, they probably have never talked. Yeah. You know, I mean, some people time. don't have close relationships with their exactly. aunts. Like, exactly. I love my aunts, but I don't have a very, like, close knit relationship mm, with them. Exactly, exactly. So it it makes sense, especially mm. like if they don't live near each other. Mm-hmm. It it makes sense for them not to be close and then they're both mourning mm-hmm. and they mourn in different ways. And then and, and then obviously too, Gemma lives by herself. So she doesn't really have the type of home to cater to a kid. Yeah. Unless you are having a kid, then obviously you would change things up but she never expected it. You know? Yeah, and Gemma, like us, collects. Mm. So the only toys she has is just collector items that she does not want Katie to touch. Yeah. Understandably so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the the scene with with the uh, with I, I what is it called the social worker? Yeah, social or the therapist, and <laughs> they're playing with something that rolls, and she's like, "It's it's it's just not meant to roll." Yeah, supposed to do something else. Like, no, 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 you let her do. You let Katie do what she wants to do with a toy. You I know? felt that. Like, I felt. I, I kind of felt that too. <laughs> it's like no, it's like you're gonna mess this up. Yeah, as someone with a a young niece who likes to play with things, mm-hmm. likes to play with my toys and my Funkos and all of that, I get it. <laughs> I get it because you're just like, no, don't don't do that. That's not what it does. Exactly, but then like exactly. you can't really stop them. Mm-hmm. And that's and and that's honestly that's honest that that's like honestly the 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 type of vibe Gemma has initially yeah. with Katie, you know, that she's it's like you're kind of forcing this kid into your life because obviously something you happened there and you have to. And like throughout the movie she starts getting better and better and better with it. But initially you kinda of see it. Um so after that happens, I guess she starts she starts getting the spark to actually complete Megan, you know? Yeah. Well that's after Katie comes in and meets Bruce, Mm. which is another robot that Gemma has worked on in the past. And Katie said, she says something along the lines of like, if I had a toy like this, I would never need a toy again. Yeah. And Mm. that's what really sparks Megan to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, So it's just so funny. Yeah. Uh, I was seeing, I was seeing some, uh, I was seeing some reviews that, they were calling um, the ending real steel, you know. Obviously, we're gonna tell you what happens, but that that they were comparing that to like the movie Real Steel. Have you seen where it's like the big, the big robots that are punching each other? It's the blue and red one. Blue and red one, yeah, exactly. Okay, I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're comparing that to that. Um, so yeah, so. So Gemma, so Gemma pretty much puts all resources to completing Megan. They put some AI into her so that she's able to respond back to Katie mm-hmm. and would actually, like, learn from Katie, you know, and protect her, too, you know. Um, that happens. And was the, uh, was the scene with the AI figuring out death, like, a little bit closer, a little bit closer to that? Or was it, like, uh, It's wrong? a little... Like towards the middle, mm. so after after Katie has a pretty good relationship with Megan, mm. they bring them into 
um, a work setting. The boss is totally down for Megan because she sings some song to her. And yeah. <laughs> and Megan oh and Katie just become like the closest friends, companions. Yeah. Megan definitely outshines uh, Gemma as far as a parental role. Yeah, as far as well, not even a not even a not even a parental role, just as someone to talk to. Yeah. you know, she her outshines companion. it. Yeah, she she she. she out change it and like obviously she thinks she she thinks it's a good thing that something is able to talk to her about that but it's like no like you should be the yeah. one like that's something that her. she should have done from the start exactly exactly a uh, fun fact the little girl who plays katie said that she wants her own megan <laughs> even after everything that happens in this movie even everything that, after everything that happens in this movie she still wants her own megan yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so uh, kind of going back kind of going back real quick the first scene that you see Katie and Gemma getting getting into the house you see actually a, a dog uh, charge at them which yeah. from from the neighbor's side so apparently a neighbor has a dog which I don't get why the dog house is in a driveway when you can clear when the dog can clearly go out onto the street but whatever it's called plot reasons plot reasons it keeps the plot yeah, going exactly so apparently the dog comes and charges at them when they're trying to get out of the car and obviously they they shoot away and it goes back down underneath uh like a hole in the fence you mm -hmm. know and Gemma says like you better fix that damn fence or i'm gonna call the cops on you and quit uh quit what no um Gemma's like keep your dog off my side and the the neighbor is like, fix the fence. The problem is on Gemma's side. And Gemma just does not fix the problem. Mm -hmm. Gemma does not fix problems. Mm -hmm. And what does that do? That ends up causing more issues. More issues. Because then later, Katie and Megan get attacked by the dog. Mm -hmm. And the dog is technically on its side. But they get attacked through the hole, which Gemma... Allison Williams' character mm -hmm. should have fixed. Mm -hmm. Definitely, 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 definitely. Um, so uh, we forgot if we're touching that, but that that becomes that becomes a big part later on. Yeah, you know. So um, so right now, so right now, Katie and Megan they're inseparable. They they show montages of them having fun, <laughs> talking to one another. You know, singing to each singing other, singing to each other, and Gemma is is like enjoying it because she feels like she actually creates something. That's going to help someone out, yeah. you know, be a friend to a kid that's always that to a kid that's in need, you know. Um, and then, you know, the boss obviously loves it. So now they're pitching it to the higher ups to get it to get it mass produced for the holiday season. Apparently it costs like ten thousand dollars to, yeah. to do it, which I'm like, no toys, ten thousand dollars. Hell no. Yeah, no but way. look at Megan. Exactly, but I'm just saying like in this world, in 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 this world, no one's paying ten thousand dollars on Megan. Like a rich kid is paying ten thousand yeah, dollars on a Megan, but Meghan. not but not a middle <laughs> not a middle class, not a middle uh, middle class uh, you know family. So um, so I guess after one of the days, um, I guess Gemma takes Megan to her work to do some to to run some testing on her, mm -hmm. and. Um, I guess what was it? I think you're skipping so much. How, what am I skipping? What you am I skipping? definitely skipped over the boy. Oh, but wait, 
Gemma doesn't take Megan until like after the boy, and I think oh, after god. the woman and the dog. Oh god! <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. We are. This is this is this is episode one. So this it's is episode be, one. It is also twelve forty in the morning. Twelve forty in the morning. Hell yeah! What's we are we're, we're here late night always. <laughs> we we again the late night again, show again. A emergency <laughs> happened that caused us to delay this. We yeah. could have started this at like nine o'clock. Actually, we could have started this at like eight o'clock. Started this <laughs> at eight o'clock, but something happened. I'm not gonna say anything. Just thankful that it's that's it taken care of. That's taken care of, and everybody's good. Everyone's good. Everyone's good. <laughs> so why don't you run down, director? Mm. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Where did you start messing up? <laughs> I'm just going to start at. Okay. So Katie now is too like attached to Megan. She can't do anything without Megan. She talks only to Megan. She doesn't want anything to do with Gemma really. And Gemma's like, okay, it's time for you to go to school. And then she begs and begs for Megan to go. They put her in the little, <laughs> they put her in the toy section, which <coughs> hilarious. <coughs> see that's see that is where you are skipping two way skipping what am two I way skipping? ahead. So yes, Gemma has to get Katie back in the school. Why? Because the therapist tells her that she needs to go back to school, and so she's. Thinking, so she's thinking about putting her into you know you know what and then, hold on hold on so she's thinking about putting her into public school but Katie's like no I was homeschooled and she's like we well, can't be homeschooled because I'm not here to do it for you so then I guess she gets the idea of of having a school outdoors you mm-hmm. know and that's where they go because it's like it's it's like a it's like an orientation yeah and uh that's where we get you know what i'm a bad historian Mm -hmm. it's been over a week please megan kills a kid please 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 bear with us please bear (laughs) please bear bear with us so they show up to the woods no, no, they show up to some like national park or whatever. Yeah, and uh, they have they they have a school system out there where it's group based, but it's outdoors. So they so I guess they learn outdoors, you know. And uh, so she brings Katie there, and uh, Katie doesn't want to leave Megan, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so basically, I guess when the camp. Camp, well, one of the camp moms say, like, "Oh, well, you can actually bring Megan. We can leave her at the toy, at mm-hmm. the, the toy corner, so that she can pick it up after she's done with everything." And Gemma's irritated, obviously, because she doesn't want to do that. So Gemma stays because she has to look over Katie and Megan, and that's where she starts talking to the mom, and they they tell her about like how it is to like raise a kid. You know, one mom is saying, like, "Oh, I, I, you know." I love it because I spend time with him. And I guess she says hi to her stepson. And her yeah. stepson says, fuck you, Rachel. Or something like that. It's I funny. know that's the part you remember the most. Because it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. So then uh, afterwards, obviously, the camp, the, the, the school, the school leader or whatever, gets them all in a group and put and puts them in the pairs to go look for Rocks? I'm not sure. I'm not I actually have no idea what they were looking they for. They looked for herbs or rocks or whatever. 
So, um, so Katie gets so Katie gets uh, grew up with this kid that just hates life. I don't know how. It's like ten years old, but he hates life or something like that. He hates everything. You know, he's kind of he's kind of a dick. You know, so he gets so she gets hitched up with him. They go off and they go off into the woods, and he starts being he starts being a dick. There, he's a dick. Um, he he deserves to die straight yeah. up. Spoiler alert. Anyways. <laughs> Uh yeah he he becomes a he becomes a he becomes a huge dictator like just for no for, for no, no reason for no good reason and honestly I don't think you even really I, I don't think you, I don't think you even find out why he's so mean he just he's, he's just, just a dick just a mean kid <laughs> so obviously um he starts picking on her pins her down and that's when she's like screaming you know like help me help me and that's when Megan like fucking instantly that's when Megan pops up like a like a fucking dog like what <laughs> what what, what? like oh Katie I was like I'm gonna go fucking how about Katie so then I guess uh yeah so the guy so the kid has Katie on the ground almost ready to, almost like ready almost like you know ready to punch her or something like that and then he looks and see Megan like in the bag, yeah, looking like a freaking damn like like a like a damn uh, shadow or whatever, and, and she and he's like, "What is that?" Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What is that? A doll?" You know. Then he starts acting really weird on Megan. Started really weird. So uh, obviously, Katie's like, "No, that's my friend Megan." <laughs> and he's like, "That's just just a doll, stupid." And I guess, I guess, um, I think does does he hit her or something? He slaps Megan. No, not Megan. Katie. Does he? I don't think he does. But somehow, well, somehow he picks up Megan and he takes his somewhere where it's only him and Megan. Yeah. And it's so weird. One thing leads to another, and he ends up getting hit by a car. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're gonna go. We're gonna go one. We're gonna go one by one. One. So, so he takes Megan out to a different part of the of of the forest. And then the weirdest, the weirdest interaction, she puts her on the ground. Takes off her shoe. Takes off his shoe, <laughs> goes on top of her, and like you think like, okay, so I guess she's gonna try and like see 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 something because it's like teenage boys and they're just a bunch of pervs or whatever. No, he just starts slapping Megan. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I think then, the real weird part was he took off one shoe and that mm. was it. Exactly. So weird. So weird. So then she's she's slapping Megan and I think Megan hears Katie again like scream for Megan and then that's when she pops up and like she grabs she grabs the kid by the ear. Yeah. And he's like, What the fuck? Like you're like you are a doll. How are you doing this? And I have never seen an ear stretch so far in this movie. But until but until the movie he, she, she has that thing stretched out all the way to the max. Frankly, you've never seen Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Apparently. Because those pixies pull Neville's ears back like that, and then they stick him on top of a chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, so, obviously, Megan is, like, kind of toying with him, pulling at his ear, rips his ear. Yeah. Not 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 the full ear off, but like the ear lobe off, you know? And he's freaking out, like, how 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 are you doing this? You're just a doll. So then he starts running away and like you see Megan start acting like like literally crawling like a fucking <laughs> yeah. crawling like a fucking like like the grudge and that. 
It's cause it was it was super funny, super weird. It was but, wild, but wild, you know. Um, <laughs> Megan was wilding. Yeah, for real. And then so at the end of at the end of at the end of that chase, Megan catches up to him, and uh, I don't know what they say, but at the end of it, uh, Megan pushes him into the street in front of a car, and the car kills him. I'm like, damn. Yeah. You never, you never really, you never, you never really see it, but in this movie, a kid dies, you know? Like, you never really see that. So te- technically, though, Megan didn't kill him. No. Technically. Technically. Megan just so happened to push him. Yeah. She just so happened to push him in oncoming traffic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Bear with us. This is... <laughs> This is our first. This is our first. Judge us based off of our Puss in Boots review. Don't judge us based off of Megan. Yeah, because this is like, this is like we have everything we want to say, but it's all out of order. <laughs> there is a kill before that. You the remember dog. the dog? But we don't see it, and in my mind, it didn't happen. Mm. Anyways, she kills the dog. That's when you start. Well, that's when you start not liking Megan. Yeah. You're like, damn, Megan. Like, anytime really a, dog a dog is killed in a movie. That's it. Yeah. Frankly, to be honest, I, I don't think the neighbor needs to be need, need, needs to be killed. The neighbor the neighbor was just frustrated with Gemma not doing shit. Yeah, frankly, I think the neighbor was the real hero here. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. The neighbor gets killed um looking for her dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm saying the parallels of what happened today. Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys, you guys would understand. We came back. We came back home from the movies. We were, we were like, we we're like, damn! Can't wait to start this podcast. We're so good. We we're, had our notes. We were had ready our notes. to go. We had we had our hot dicks and everything. My um, sister's dog got loose, and we were on the run for like an hour. An hour. Almost two out in the rain. Oh my God. The anyway, dog is safe. Everybody's home. Everyone, every, everything thankfully, is good. Thankfully, thankfully, everything's good, but it really messed up our podcast <laughs> schedule. Hopefully maybe next week we can start to add a bad, like a better time. <coughs> so frankly, I think we're killing it for what it is. I know, for real, for real. <laughs> uh, so, so Megan kills a kid. Megan kills. Megan. Megan kills a kid. Megan kills a dog. And Megan kills the neighbor. Megan kills the neighbor. You know. That is when Gemma's like, okay, enough is enough. And that's when the cops actually start realizing what the fuck, like, yeah, how is how is everything happening now? You know. Yeah. And, Everything's connected. Yeah. You know. The amount of times that I, that I saw that one cop constantly look at Megan and not question, like, whether <laughs> Megan was a real person. Or, like, just, like, be like, what is that? Like, oh, that's just a doll. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I would have literally been like, can I see her? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, so she's AI, so can I see what she's seen, you know? Yeah. Crazy. Cops in movies don't know how to do shit. Cops Unless, in horror movies. Yeah, in horror don't movies. Know how, don't know how to do Unless shit. their role is pivotal to the movie, mm. cops don't know how to do shit in movies. They're like a. They're like they're like fucking like stormtroopers, you know. Yeah. Like unless they matter to the story, they're 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 hitting nothing. They're doing nothing. They just they're just, <laughs> they're just they, there. They're just there. They're just there. Honestly, um, 
Yeah, so I guess now after killing after killing the dog, killing the kid, and then the neighbor. He kills well, she killed the neighbor by luring the neighbor back to I guess her backyard by playing like the dog by, by playing by playing the dog sound through like her speakers, which, yeah, is, fuck Megan. which was so which is like not gonna lie, I think that was one of the few ones where I'm like <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's kind of scary. At that moment, I was like, I don't care if this bitch was singing Titanium. <laughs> like, she did not need to do that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She did not need to do that. So she was playing, so she was playing like like a dog whimpering, so then the neighbor comes come back like, oh, is, is, is that my dog? And she just kills her with like a power washer. Yeah. Oh, she's like crazy. Her face gets like torn off. Yeah, she, yeah, and like the blood starts like like dripping. So after all that, the police start focusing in on Gemma and her 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 crazy her, little family. Her crazy little family, <laughs> you know. And they're like, "What is going on here? That all these bad things have been linked to her, you know?" Yeah. <coughs> And that's when you know, obviously, Megan starts starts even talking back to yeah, to Gemma, acting the fool exactly. Because uh, I think I think I I think uh, I think uh, she was hooked up to the machine at at her job. She's she's paired with Katie, and she's paired with Gemma. Mm. But then she starts like just saying "fuck you, Gemma." Basically. For real, for real. <laughs> but that's because remember that like, I guess Gemma takes her back to her work yeah. for testing, and I forgot how the car, I forgot how the, how, the, how the conversation goes. But they start they start they start talking about like death and whatnot, and then yeah, and then and then uh, and then Megan starts picking up like what like what is death, mm-hmm. you know? And then she and then she finds out about it. It's kind of like a cool like thing on like. What would AI do if they learn about death? You yeah, know, like, which I'm pretty sure they already know. <laughs> obviously, obviously, you know. Put on the tinfoil hats. On the tinfoil <laughs> hats. Uh, no AI around here. <laughs> um, yeah, and so she so did she start. Let's let's power through to the end. Power through to the end. So then she starts <laughs> acting out because she she knows that there's life and death, you know. Yeah. And she starts killing people because. They're hurting Katie in some way, yeah. either physically or mentally, you know, because Gemma tells her you have to protect, you have to protect Katie at at all, all costs, cost. at, at 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 fucking all costs. So I so yeah. that's her only that's her only role, whether it is to kill someone or not. That that is her job to protect and serve Katie, you know. Yeah. So that's why she kills off. That's why she like kills off the the um. The dog, because she feels like the dog. Well, the dog. The bit dog. Katie. Yeah, because the dog bites Katie, and then she kills the neighbor because the neighbor's like yelling at them. And yeah, kind of threatening. At them, threatening them, you know. That's why they get killed because Megan is like, "Oh, well, I have to. I have to serve and I have to serve and protect yeah. Katie." You know. Anyway, so after the pitch, the the boss wants to make. Other Megan, so they're gonna have a whole. Yeah, they So yes, yeah, so after them, after Gemma pitches Megan to the head honchos, and they start thinking about they that they want to match, they want to match produce it. They have a live stream like, event. Yeah, like a they have premiere a, type they of have thing. A, the premiere, they have a premiere. They have a premiere event where they were they were gonna do a live demo of Megan yeah. and Katie. 
which is fucked up because it's a, it's it's almost like they're they're like they're cashing in on Katie's trauma. Trauma, yeah. You know, but <coughs> Gemma and Katie decide, nah, we're not doing this, mm-hmm. and Megan starts running amok, killing yeah, everybody, amok, killing everybody, dancing, killing, making TikTok dances, chopping off heads, uh, using a paper cutter blade as their sword. <laughs> crazy, crazy shit. Crazy, crazy she happened. ends up by uh, going back home and having her showdown with Gemma and Katie and Bruce and Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> And yeah, basically, Megan dies at the end. So we think. So you think. So you think. So, anyway, let's talk about any last final, any final thoughts. I'm sorry, you guys, but we are so late right now. And we're just, we're just, we're just, we're just, we're just, we're just drowsy at this point. That's why. I'm doing fine. I said we were drowsing, so that's why we have to speed up this review because we don't want to fall asleep on the podcast. You know? <laughs> so, um, I would give I would. I'm gonna give Megan an eight point five out of an eight point five out of ten. There are some things, yes, that Megan could do better, but overall, there is no trimming the fat. Mm-hmm. The actors were amazing. The story was good. You know. The story was good for what for for what, it was. for what it was, and I do enjoy the fact that this movie knows what it is. Yeah, it's not trying to make itself su- super serious. And it just it it's goes with it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm gonna give Megan an eight out of ten. Originally, I said a seven point five when we saw the movie. But now uh, thinking about it, thinking and- about it, and. Honestly, like TikTok and like, <coughs> watching behind the scenes and stuff, it it made me appreciate it more. Yeah. Uh, like I told you when we saw it, I would have liked a more campy ending, mm. like the little shop ending that I told you, mm-hmm. like Megan's taking over the world or something. Yeah, exactly. All we get is that Megan was destroyed, but not her conscience. Yeah. It lives on in a. It, it lives on in like an Amazon Nest device. Yeah. I'm always gonna want more camp, and mm-hmm. I wish it had a little bit more. But overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought everybody did their parts. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. That's basically it. Definitely, definitely. That's basically it on Megan. Yeah, basically, basically it on Megan. It, it, these are very super short, super short reviews. That we're doing just so that we can get more content out there right now. But definitely going forward, we're gonna try and make at least like one one review and one deep dive for like a movie every episode. We might go mm-hmm. into topics and headlines that happen over the week, like yeah. that pertains to like the MCUs or the DCUs or whatever. Um, but this is just an introduction. Very rough. Please bear with us. Please work with us. That rough or raw. Rough, raw, whatever you want. <laughs> Rough and raw. But yeah, we were hoping to uh hoping to, you know, definitely get better at this, have a better format of this and just have fun. Have fun, yeah. Definitely definitely have fun with it. So, um so with that said, that said, we're gonna be signing off off of episode one of the Cynic Critics Society. Ooh. I am your host. And I am your better host, Amanda Lopez. Your more awake host. (laughs) 
Lopez. And we will be seeing you guys soon. Please like, comment, subscribe, like, comment, subscribe, share, catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, whatever it is. Please share, please share us with your friends and family so we can start getting this thing up and running. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.